And welcome to Be Encouraged Podcast with Andrea Bula. And Be Encouraged, I always say, we're going onward, forward, better and stronger in Christ. You're welcome. Listen and be blessed. God bless you. God loves you so much. When God calls, it's always for something better. I speak as to believers in Christ. Honey? for unbelievers we see that God calls unbelievers out of darkness into his marvelous light just as those of us who already are in Christ he, 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 the calling with which he called us was a calling out of darkness into his marvelous light now we see in chapter 12 of Genesis that he called Abram out of his country into a better one yes he called him as an individual to become a nation not just a nation but a great nation so when God calls it's always for something better and I pray that this this knowledge this light will sink deep into our spirit and cause us to function you know daring by default in the name of Jesus Christ such that when any time God calls us to do something or call, calls us from a place to another place or calls us into a deeper work with him or something else, you know, just whenever he calls, like he calls someone, that will answer him by default, will answer him positively by default in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So, when he calls... He calls for into something better. Secondly, when God called Abram, he called him out of obscurity to give him to, to give him a great name, to make him a great name among the people of the earth. He called him out of his obscurity, that land of his father into a land that he was going to show him to give him that land make him a great nation in that land and to make him a great name or give him a great name which we all know today until the end of the ages even unto all eternity the name abraham will never go down it's always going to be a significant name in all of eternity so when God calls us he's, he calls us to give us a great name hallelujah he called Abraham to bless him and to make him a blessing so when God calls us he calls us to bless us I'm encouraging someone today who is feeling discouraged about his or her calling don't worry that place where you are God called you to bless you and to make you a blessing. He did not call you to waste you. Never, never. God will never do that. So, just be encouraged and remember that God does not call us to waste us. God does not call us to for to cause us to retrogress. God forbid. He, he forbids that. That's not in his character. He's the light that unto which no man can even approach unto his light shines 
bright. The Bible says that the path of the just is as a shining light that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day. So just keep at it. Don't be discouraged. The adversary's ploy is to cause us to be discouraged so that we will remove our hands from the plow. Because he knows that as we go on, God's purposes are being fulfilled on the earth. And in fulfilling God's purposes on the earth, we, in turn, are also blessed. It's just the, that's just the way it is. So when God calls, he calls us to bless us. And not just to bless us, to make us a blessing as he did with Abraham. When he gave Jesus Christ that assignment to be crucified for the whole world. See what happened at the end of the day. Jesus' name became the name above all names. God invested authority into that name and lifted him above, you know. And Jesus Christ now is not only the, the, the only son of God anymore. God now has more. He has blessed Jesus with brethren. And Jesus Christ is not ashamed to call us his brethren according to the scriptures. So when God calls us, he calls us to bless us and to make us a blessing. Yes, dear. Okay, I'm coming. So, let's go on. As we draw light and encouragement, remember, we draw light and encouragement from God's word. It's the only real thing that can encourage us. So Genesis chapter 12 verse 7 points us to a beautiful light that God appeared to Abraham to encourage him. Hallelujah. God is so caring enough to come again to encourage Abraham. He encouraged Abraham. In fact, I would love to read it to our hearing. How he encouraged Abraham in Genesis chapter 12 verse Seven. I'll quickly, quickly, quickly go there. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. Hallelujah. I'll read it. It says, Then the Lord appeared to Abraham and said, To your descendants I will give this land. And there he built an altar to the Lord who had appeared to him. You see, God had already told him before that he was going to give him the land of Canaan. He did. But after some time, time passed, he, he appeared to him again and told him, I will give you this land. In verse 5, it says, So they came to the land of Canaan. In verse 6, Abraham passed through the land to the place of Shechem, as far as the terebinth tree of Moreh, and the Canaanites were in the land. In verse 7, the Lord appeared to him and said to him, I will give you this land. He had already told him, oh, I'm going to give you a land. But when he got there, he came and told him, you know, conversing with him. And that is the relationship that he has called us into now. Uh, his, his voice of encouragement is always there. That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. His encouragement to us. Hallelujah. So, the account... Of Abraham is very very encouraging and I'm thankful that you are listening when God calls another point is that he protects the account of Abraham and his wife's move to Egypt during the famine 
shows us how God protects those he calls. See, from Gen- in Gen- that's in Genesis chapter 12, from verse 10 to 20. You see God's defense and God's protection. God who, put, who called Abram, protected Abram. Look at it. From verse 10 to verse 20. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. That Abraham told his wife, please tell them, I'm just your brother. And actually she did that. And she was so beautiful in the sight of the king that the king kept her. But it was a pharaoh. Kept her in his house. And verse 16 says, he treated Abraham well for her sake. And he had sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female servants, female donkeys and camels. Verse 17 tells us that the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called Abraham and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and sent him away with his wife and all that he had. God plagued Pharaoh's house. Plagued Pharaoh and his house because of Abram and Sarai, people he had called. So when God calls us, He protects us. Protect the protection of God is yours in the name of Jesus. And if you not, if you are saying to yourself, oh, but I've not heard God call me to say, my daughter, my daughter, do this, like He called them, Samuel, or like He called them, people of old, or like He does call people in our time now. And calls them to into maybe a women's ministry. I want you to do this. I want you to go there, talk to so so so. Maybe you've never experienced that. But if you are in Christ, God has called you with a heavenly calling. The book of Romans eight has this: that whom He called, them. Oh, let me go there so I don't quote something that is wrong. Romans chapter 8, verse verse 30, says, Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. The Bible tells us that he has called us with a holy calling. So if you are in Christ, God has called you with a holy calling. And as he called Abraham into a walk with him, the same way he has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. He has called you. And you that he has called, he has justified in Christ. By reason of the stripes that Jesus took on our behalf. By reason of the punishment that Jesus took on our behalf on the cross of Calvary. And he says, you, these, he also glorified. So in Christ you are glorified. As I told you, Anyone, anytime God calls, it's always for the better. He has called me. I'll answer this call. If He has called you and you have answered this call, that calling 
is into a better place, into a better position. People in the world are in a position, in a very, very um, precarious position right now. Because God is calling out to the whole world, receive my son, receive my son and be saved. But many are still holding on to the position of rejecting Jesus. But for those who have answered that call, it is for a better life, both here and in eternity. So when God calls us, it is for better. As we go over Abraham's story, we'll see that when God calls, we'll see all the points that I listed, that when God calls us, He calls us into something better. Lord is good. Thank Him. Thank Him for His faithfulness. Thank Him. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is a recap of today's episode. When God calls us, He calls us into something better. When God called Abraham, for example, He called him into to go to a better place. He called him as an individual, but He made him a great nation. He called him out of obscurity, and He gave him and gave him a great name. He called him to bless him and to make him a blessing god god encourages those he calls now work with christ he has given us the holy spirit who is our comforter who comforts us and helps us along the way and when he calls us he protects us this is what we have learned today thank you so much for listening and god bless you friend i want to say a big thank you for listening to the encourage podcast with andrea Bina today i'm grateful for your time the scriptures i quoted are first corinthians chapter 2 no first peter 2 9 which says that you are a royal priesthood a holy nation a special people the people set apart to show for the praises of him who has called you out of darkness which was my emphasis into his marvelous light and the other one i quoted was that god is love and his love he, he prevented the tower of babel from being completed and that scripture is taken from first john chapter verse 8 towards the end of that particular verse so you can check them out again by yourself if i want to just throw this out there that if you have not answered the call of god that you should please do so quickly because it is in your best interest god does not call us to make us suffer does not god, god does not call us to to harm us he calls us because he wants our good the book of first john chapter 4 tells us that in this was the love of god shown that he gave his only son to die for us yes first john 4 9 says in this the love of god was manifested towards us 
that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. So this is God's word to you today. This is him calling you into a relationship with him that you might live. John 3, 16, see the verse that most people know. I don't know if you know it, but I'll quote it out again. That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So we live because Jesus lives. Jesus took our place on the cross and all our punishments God placed on him. It pleased God to make him the payment for our sins. Yes, Jesus Christ was sinless, so he could be raised up. Because it would have been unjust for him to have been left in hell because he was sinless. He only bore our sins. And now, God just wants us to identify and believe that that which Jesus went through, he did, he, he went through for us. He wants us to believe and accept it. And that way it is appropriated to our account. The forgiveness that is in Christ Jesus is appropriated to our account. And we then live by Jesus. And we are promised a life with God in eternity. So, take that bold step and be a part of God's family. God bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. To take that bold step, all you need to do is say a word of prayer. Tell the Lord to, to, to reveal Jesus more to you and tell him that you believe in him. Say it out loud and begin to tell people around you your experience. Because I assure you that when you do what he has said, Romans chapter 8 from verse 9 to 10 gives us a guide on this. It says with the heart we believe with our mouth confess unto salvation so just simply say lord jesus i accept you lord god almighty my creator i accept your son jesus i believe that he died for me and he rose again for me i accept your forgiveness i thank you for saving me and that's it you are saved and then don't be ashamed to tell people around you about your experience because God is going to give you a confirmation that you are saved. You're going to know it that you are saved because you truly believe in your heart and you have confessed it out with your mouth according to his word. So congratulations to everyone who says that word of prayer. I pray a word over you that the Lord will keep you according to his word. Keep you blameless until the return of Christ Jesus. We'll keep you strong. You'll be rooted and grounded in the love of God. And He's going to orchestrate your life such that you'll meet with people who will encourage you. He will, he will by Himself be encouraging you by His precious Holy Spirit. And you will live a life of triumph. That's my prayer for you. Not just a life of victory, but triumph. In Christ Jesus. 
he will open your eyes, he will guide you, he will take hold of your hand by himself and lead you in the way that you should go in this path of righteousness. And anyway, you've been experiencing one form of lack of the other. He will abundantly supply you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Thank you for listening. And remember, I'm being encouraged. We are going onward, forward, better, and stronger in Christ. God bless you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.